but here's Freedom Escape continuing to make ground down the centre. Frag in behind. Freedom Escape coming after Pankhurst. Freedom Escape, Pankhurst kicking. Pankhurst, Freedom Escape goes to it, gets it. Welcome back to Bet Doctor Behind the Curtain. Look at how pro punters operate. I'm your host, Scoot. I'm in studio with John Walter, who... At least you're smiling. Look at this. Do I make you smile? You were very sad when I came in originally. It, was a, it must be that three-week holiday, you know, like it must have really made you sad. Don't talk about the holiday. Don't deflect. It's Queenslander, Queenslander, Queenslander. You're not Cam- a Queenslander? Yes, I am. Oh, originally. I was born sunny coast. DK, can you confirm that, mate? That's, I, I'm that's back. the first time I've ever heard that. I'm back home. New to, news to me. Because bandwagon jumper after last night. Every Victorian goes for Queensland because they hate New South Wales as well. So DK True. and Nico, they've kicked home Queensland as well. See you later, Walt. See you. Yeah. Benny Hunt. What, what are you even talking I'm about? Sure, I'm sure we'll talk about it again. Well, I, it, at least they deserved it. Normally every year they crap, 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 <laughs> come over the line last two minutes and jam us. Last night they were all over us all night. I'm happy with the loss. It's the biggest choke since Mido Pereira on the PGA Championship. Well, probably their four best players weren't even picked in the side. That's a good effort. They've still got that much on them, and they still can't win. But, oh, Jesus, anyway. Jeez, I, you can't bottle what Queensland have got. I wish you could. Mm, that's why we're up here. That's why we've found a league. We're trying to, we're trying to just, yeah, <laughs> absorb it. So what have you been doing since I've been gone? Are you, you going to start a, your own betting joint? Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to work out a, ba- a name bad enough, like Walt Saggy Nuts Bed or something. <laughs> I don't know. Like It's just amazing. Every day they're coming up and, yeah, like, I guess everyone's trying to take advantage of the, the poker machine model that you can you can now, but it's uh it's I don't know is it good is it good for the industry the little things or is it irrelevant I don't know I don't know what they are seems crazy it's, uh, top sport doing an amazing job DK you've got a bit of experience I guess all yeah. three of us all three oh, of us have mm. I think it would, we'd be absolutely crackers to start and join I couldn't think of a worse idea what do you reckon mate they're just everyone's racing racing to, racing to do it I mean. A solarium bet's going to be soon, isn't it, Nick? It's, it's up shortly, and uh, uh, our man there, my man, my man, my protege from uh, he's apparently starting solarium bet. But uh, is that I a real thing? Him, it's not the name, but he. Oh, uh, it's not the name, but it's. it's well, it could I'm, be. I'm, have you seen uh, some of them? Oh my god! Okay, you can just name them what you like these days. But uh, I'll give you a tip. I'll give you a tip. If you, you know, all those people starting new bookies and whatnot, if you if you're going to take the betmaker software, do not go on an odds comparison website. Because you just shelf yourself by how terrible the odds are. Okay. But, that, but that's the point. That's the point. It's not bookmaking. It's literally you're buying a poker machine license and you're a marketing company to try and talk people into, you know, using your service. And they're obviously people that are not price sensitive and, and they're people they don't want to manage. It's not actually bookmaking anymore. It's buying a poker machine license because you can restrict people hard enough that you don't even have to monitor them anymore. You know, that's the whole idea of the software. So. I guess that's what they're buying into these days. It's not buying a corporate bookmaker's license. It's buying a poker machine license. Mm. And that's the good thing about Top Sport. They take a bet. They put their nuts on the line. And I don't think it was all smooth sailing for them last night in the Orange. I know a little bit of a text message to Tristan. How'd you go? And it sounds like a bit of a chop out. So I think they got jammed late on the plus. So wowee. Some, uh, okay. Some yeah, interesting the, yeah, the plus was pretty heavy, wasn't it? Like, um, yeah. Well, I guess yeah. It was, what they were, they were $1.30-ish, dollar thirty. Yeah. Yeah, mm. so it was interesting. Uh, another little uh, head-to-head matchup was at Warwick Farm yesterday. The Milky Bar Kid two-horse race uh, against Naval Seal. What'd you make of that, Walt? Well, it was weird when you saw Naval Seal sort of under the pump. What was it, how far was the race? Nineteen hundred from home or whatever. You thought maybe Brenton might be going a little bit slick, and then when he sort of went for the persuaded before the bend, and old mate Milky didn't look like he was responding, and. If other old, what was it, 45, 67, no one can find me a slower last 600 in the history of racing. For a furlong there, I thought it was going to get beat. Well, literally, I don't know. Like, 
and Mark Van Gestel could have got out on track and beat him home the last 400. So, you know, like it doesn't surprise <laughs> But the poor, um, yeah, I don't know. It was just, it was one of the weirder races you'll ever, ever see. Two horse spectacle. You normally expect him to jog trot and old mates out there trying to set a track record. It was, um, it was interesting. Yeah, I guess it we, we've had some match racing down in Victoria. Do we need more of it, DK? Head to heads? No. <laughs> Seen it once. Let's elope and better loosen up. And as opposite to what you said, they had a barrier trial. They just they just set, that was like having a track gallop barrier trial. Like normally that's what they are. We'll just do it like a working gallop and we'll sprint home the last two furlongs or something. So no, boring is batshit. Leave me out. Salmon trout. Pass, pass. What would the average be, like 37 and a half, 38 for that sort of thing on a heavy track? So what's that, seven, eight seconds? What do they say, six? It's like 48 lengths below average. Mm. <laughs> Holy hell. I thought a wheel was going to fall off the Milky Bar kit at one stage. Well, it obviously uh, did. <laughs> it obviously did. And they're still, it's still in the field for Saturday at even money, if you if you want to chime in with with a two and a half kilo penalty or whatever it's got. <laughs> oh, it's it's uh, it's crackers. DK, you've hit the front. Uh, we've got some of your results uh popped up here. i tell you what, it's a proper grind though. I think you're uh, plus oh. uh, 3.15 units. It's never easy. Uh, I tuned in with one of yours the other day and an 81 pop fought oh, back yeah, along the fence yeah, and uh, just absolutely jammed you. So, Well, that, that, that was good. If I, if I find one and then the the, the other two favourites are going to be last. I said, well, geez, mine, mine could be up the front here, no speed. Beautiful. Well, it sits outside the 80 to 1 chance. They crawl. He just travels to it <laughs> and can't put it away. Unbelievable. Like, Bad income. I went off my head after that. I, I, your leader kicked back at eighty to one. Like <laughs> I got to watch income. the replay. It's unbelievable. That, and like that, 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 that eighty to one. Where I don't know how many eighty to one maiden winners have been lately, <laughs> but I've run into them. But like, calm, sir. <laughs> calm, sir. Steamed to the line at Flemington two weeks ago. Was it Nico? Yep. Well, Wanger had two starts ago when we were on three fifty to evens. It loomed to run past two hundred to one chances and couldn't. Right. Those two. The thing to beat at home. The, the winner of that race has had two runs since. Got beaten 20 links and 20 links. The second also couldn't run past at one start since. Beaten how far, Nico? Have a guess. 20 links? 20 links, correct. <laughs> and Calm, so he couldn't run past when we were on a 350 to evens. You can steam to the line at Flemington at 50 to 1, Nick, two starts later. Like, <laughs> this is the shit I'm putting up with this year. Like, I've never seen more form reversals lately. Nico, I don't know if you've noticed. Form reversals. I know it's, I know it's part of the course, poly to heavy, heavy to poly. But, man, I've just never seen so many go horrible on one service and just go back on the next. That winner of the first yesterday, like, it got beaten 20 links at Donald the other day. They put the blinkers on, it wins by four links in town next start. Like, yeah. this is the shit you've got to put up with this time of year. <laughs> fucking, I just can't be on the wrong side of it. Anyway, I said I was coming off the long run. I'm fucking, I can't wait to get it through winter. And I think you said, Nick, uh, scoot or something somewhere that I was similar score this time last year and I really kicked into the spring, so... Like, let's hope for the subs I can do that. Mm, I think if, someone, I think it was the, the ballet dancer won, won by oh, panels. I think that was a turn. Oh, once I saw it win like that, I thought, DK's back in the zone here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it, 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 the boogie dancer go yesterday, Nico. Yeah, but it win by. I was I was on. Yeah, you are on it. Yeah, and Jenny Jerome on Monday at Donald, it won by four links hard held. So oh, they come out of the same race, and I backed the third horse. The third horse. Well, that's good form. Back the third horse at, at Ballarat on Sunday, sawed everyone in. This fucking first beat. They could lit. Crawley, bro, kick clear, 200, it's fucking cactus. Like, <laughs> seriously. Just goes on and on and on. When's it going to stop? Just got to keep ploughing. But everyone wants to tell you how easy this caper isn't. Fucking put up with this shit. Anyway, oh, we'll be right. I had, uh, I had Lamelody cost me a, uh, a new car yesterday. So uh, I tell you what, they, I can get a beat at any price. Uh, that was $1.30. 
Dollar twenty, mate. Don't what don't underestimate it? yourself. You might have got on at the overs at the one thirty, but I think it's it SP fives on. Oh, was it uncardiac? A cardiac arrhythmia. I pulled up the cardiac. Horse. Yeah, you had the horse. I pulled up cactus. Nico, what about you? Sand down yesterday. How's the winter grind going for you? How's the battle? Uh, I had a good few weeks. Saw now uh, a little hiatus from the show. Probably yesterday was a bit of a bit of a struggle out there at Sound. Now I had, I had one of DK's old stories. A, a form reversal with the new stable. Brighto to John Lee. Oh, the Fingerado. Fingerado. I, I thought it was in the English side. It, mm. it was the English. Oh, I got it. I only got it for ten grand or something. Yeah, beat Mister Drew two starts ago, and then comes out and wins in Melbourne. So, uh, yeah, that was that was a good result. Great, great, great. Pumping into it. Gray, so, uh, gray in the wet, Nico. Gray in the wet. Gray in well, the I keep wet. telling you. Got to keep telling so, you. The grays in the wet. If the awesome son had a one, I might have been in a similar to Scooty. Maybe a bit worse car than what he would have bought. But I mean, Jay Sandu. Jay Sandu. Good he's trainer. fine, Jay Sandu. Good, good he trainer, Jay Sandu. He's full of confidence, isn't he, Jay Sandu? When you hear him speak, he's a confident trainer, yeah. confident person. Yeah, he is. is he a Mexican? Yeah, he probably is. Yeah. Now, what about Always Grafton? I'll tell you what, we're in for a bit of a treat, but uh, how's the Grafton Carnival? Well, Yeah, I think they've got to cut. I know it's, it sounds terrible, but, um, you know, cutting meetings. It's just this, like the third that goes Sunday, Wednesday, Thursday. I know there's been a bit of a mess up this year or whatever, but it just seems to be like one too many. That track seems to be... Getting hammered, but uh, have you heard of Warnable three days in a row? Yeah, but they're they're insanity. They are insane. It's <laughs> madness. It's all about the, the most insane people on earth all conglomerating together. Right? Warnable, but I'm more worried about the track. Like it's been hardly nearly impossible to run on there for first two meetings. It'd be interesting to see what happens there today. Real weird one. I thought uh, no Chris Waller runners in the Grafton Cup today. Um, it's Why not do you think a quali- that was weird. It's, it's not a qualifier for the big dance, which he said he'd avoid all those qualifying races. He had 11 noms in the South Grafton Cup, so a lot of the local horses just get balloted out, and he only paid up with three runners in the South Grafton Cup, and Gay won it with Surf, Surf Dancer, and he runs second anyway. So maybe there's a little bit of karma. I just want to qualify because I've seen that there's a, a big man there who's, you know, are we are we part of racing Twitter? Is this a part of racing Is Twitter? Is that us? It gets, yeah, because <laughs> we're allowed on to Twitter? talk about this on this because it's part of racing Twitter because we're not allowed to bag people. But uh, no, it, it's in like it's pretty bad, isn't it? It's pretty bad when he's nominating a lot of horses. But like it couldn't look worse. I'm not saying that he's doing the wrong thing because if I owned a horse for him, I'd be <coughs> expecting him to do it. But very strange that he doesn't want to travel his horse for a Grafton Cup today, but a South Grafton Cup that's a qualifier. He's got ten in there, whatever he did. And did you? I, I thought the best was when they came out with positive news saying they've reviewed it and. The only reason they didn't have more than 20 runners, so more emergencies, was because they don't have saddle cloths with numbers higher than 20 in the region. No way. And they came out publicly and said that. That's why they didn't have more God. emergencies because they don't have saddle cloths that go above 20. Oh, I, I've heard it all. We uh, we keep hearing that um, it's flying racing in New South Wales, and obviously you followed a lot closer than me, Walt. And something else that uh, caught my eye was uh, the abandonment of Warren. It's like mm. a dirt gate here. It sounds like uh, that the topsoil or the soil put on the track was full of rocks up to the size of golf balls, and, and e- even the local quarry would knock back that. They wouldn't even take the dirt that they've put on the track, and now this track's out of play. What the heck has gone on there? And it's one of the better tracks, Warren. Apparently, it's council maintained, and they've used road base oh, and no. rocks to fill the divots all around the track. So you can imagine what that's like. And unfortunately, like I've had experience with it with golf courses when they use bad fill. Like it, it actually sort of takes a long time to get to the top. So if anything's grown over that, 
Mm-hmm. You know, you've basically got to take it down, you know, a meter or however far it is and take the whole course out. That's the only way you're going to remove it. And you can imagine a horse hitting a rock or whatever. Flicked up, jockey so in face. Yeah. So, Especially and, and with jockey safety, it's paramount at the moment. Like we've had a couple of girls go down and most of them are okay at the moment. But Christ. gee whiz, like jockey safety, this below par soil. It just Well, people are worried about whip rules and stuff like that. This is, you know, these are the problem. sort of things that are going to hurt the industry. Um yeah, big time. Like it's 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 a yeah a lot of core issues that you know as I said that they they concentrate on prize money um, as as the you know the champion of what how good racing's going. But the root level, you know the 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 training, you know recruiting more. I'd, like it sounds sexist, whatever. I'm not knocking female jockeys, but like there's just so many of them getting hurt. You know, you, I'd, I'd like to see you know more male apprentices. Absolutely, um, you know the recruitment of that training of them. Looking after these tracks, trying to keep everyone as safe as possible, trainers, everyone is certainly should be, you know, a, a lot bigger issue in, in racing because that's you know, animal welfare is one thing, but mm, if you haven't got a safe surface, as well, it's got to be it's got to be a, a big priority. I think Racing Victoria have done a really good job. Correct me if I'm wrong, DK, but uh, you bet on all of these uh, lower rated meetings. What do you think of the track conditions across the board in Victoria? Fantastic. But uh, what they've done is they've put, uh, you know, Marty Sinan and, and all those guys in the Metro, and they're like as a mentoring group for all the, all the track managers in the country. So if they've got an issue, they can contact them straight away, um, get some feedback off them, say, what should I do here? So it's, it's, it just works really well. And, um, and the other thing is we've got the synthetic tracks. I mean, this anti-synthetic racing New South Wales, you know, because they think it's second class and they'd just rather race on a crappy turf track than than synthetic, but um, I'll tell you what, it keeps the show rolling here. While it's not ideal, particularly what's happening at Ballarat at the moment, um, it keeps the show rolling this time of year. So um, I, I think they uh, they control them. They've got trolls on, don't they? Troll on them up there, Walt. So they do, they do. They, yeah, they don't. They try not to, but they often move into them. But the pro, like we've the, the weather's obviously <laughs> been insanity, right? Like so, you can imagine there's been a lot of meetings lost, which is fair. But I'm sort of talking about tracks that have had twenty to thirty mils for a week. And, you know, nothing leading up for a few days, losing, you know, those sort of tracks, if they can't handle that weather, they either have to be redone or removed from the, the rotation, surely. Like, we've, we've probably got too many tracks, and if they can't afford to maintain them, you know, just cull them. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, it should be all about safety and consistency, right? Mm. Yeah, 100%. Couple of things uh, popped up in your chat room. Something uh, along the lines of a punters committee. So interesting space there. And I do see that uh, Richard Irvine, who uh, I guess championed the minimum bet laws, <laughs> he's uh, popped back up on Twitter. So it's an interesting time for punters at the moment, given um, POC tax and the state of things. We might save that conversation for next week's show because we're starting to run over a little bit. I think but, it's um, got legs though. Like it's very quickly touching on it. Like all we're looking to do is try and sort of you know educate everyone onto the the state of how things really are and that's that's all we want to do we don't want to blame anyone we just want to sort of bring everything to light and hopefully you know improve things for everyone in the industry not just punters dk no i was just saying you know, I, I, uh, richie i just just because i could see him he couldn't couldn't sit back and watch that uh ad created by what are they call fair, 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 fair play the clubs and the tab and everything and everyone, oh, now, just see him sitting back and say, oh, geez, we've got to do something about this so yeah, anyway and we've got more next week, and we'll probably take that up, Scooty. Nice one for uh, a little bit later. I tell you what uh, is still running around is, uh, is the Manscaped, the Weed Whacker here in my hand. I, uh, I had a couple of beers with a few people over in Bali, and I tell you what, their nose hair was just out of control. So Manscaped, <laughs> the Weed Whacker, unbelievable. And the feedback I got, I tell you what, Uluwatu and Changu are just absolutely off their heads at the moment. The shave pins, I still had 
you know, some residual shaved pins and they're a big hit on holiday. A lot of people said, geez, your legs are looking good there. I don't know. Every time I watch the UFC now, Manscaped front and centre, they're, yeah. they're, 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 they're big time. It's not as if they're just little, <laughs> little, little fish. fish. They're big, big fish in a big pond. Type in little birdie and you get 20% off. So uh, I, I just love it. So just Time to run well there. I think Scooty O getting a barley. She might, be, uh, she might be cactus there again. Well, exactly. So I've touched it and I've been there. Now there's foot and mouth on the loose. Foot and mouth. Foot and mouth. What, no good. I could stop anything. If I go somewhere, <laughs> it's just tarnished forever. You've had foot and mouth, Walt. I showed you some footage of it. How was it? No, not not good. Yeah. That probably explains why you are like you are today. Do you want to get it? Holy hell. No one <laughs> oh, wants to get it. All right. I've got a big treat today. We've got Mug live from Grafton. So he's been up there. It's his punting holiday, he says. So Mug's moral, we're going to do live. So this is a real treat for everyone. Make sure uh, you check it out. If you're only listening to the podcast, make sure you see him in the flesh. Heard a lot about this Mug punter, but uh, you can see him now. Sponsored uh, now, isn't it? What's that? Sponsored. I saw his tweet was sponsored yesterday. Well, I'll tell you what, he's, I don't know if he's trolling DK, but low-key, when he did his little uh, update from Grafton on day two, he had the Bussett and Young hat on. Did he? <laughs> yeah, Bussett and Racing. Where does he get that? I don't know, but he could could be a shareholder of one of the horses. Oh, I hope he's teamed <laughs> up with Bussett and just to troll DK. That would be awesome. I don't know if he was doing it deliberately, but uh, Johnny, he uh, I think he had the ambulance out last week in our, uh, our weekly email. I think it was too wet to tip early, he said, so it's great to have him in studio and He's going to have a look at. Uh, he's I've pretty much done out. the same thing again this week, just quietly. But yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, you, they say Rose Hills like a quagmire, so hopefully no more rain between <laughs> now and Saturday, so it's got some chance of drying out. And you can't stop uh, tipping winners. It's amazing. Uh, Top sort steam, as I tell you what, when I was in Bali, how sick was Edit? I think it was nine dollars. I kept chasing it to twenty-one. Who, who trains Edit? Cody, or is it? Yeah, exactly. On? So Cody has cost me again. So Cody then, and so Cody Lamelli. What you're saying is. Last week you chimed into Cody, got ringed. Big odds. So then you chimed into threes on Cody this week and you're whinging. Same result, just absolutely. DK, when was the last time you took threes on something? Uh, I took uh, Northerly. Northerly, I laid threes on. I, I, was, I was at uh, Caulfield oh. Race as a bookies clerk. I had a monkey in me pocket. And I thought, I'll just double me wages here. I'll just double me wages. Please tell and me it was the day Freemason beat it. No, Mr. Trickster. Mr. Oh, Trickster. Mick Price. Beat it. Yeah, unbelievable. Mm. No, that was never, ever, ever again. I got northerly beat. The best story I ever heard when I used to work for Frank Manson, the doubles book, he said this bloke came up to him. He said, I've got 100 left. He said, I need to back a winner. He's like, what can you do? He's like, oh, it's some weight for Adres. I can't remember the horse. Anyway, he's at 100 on it, 100s at lobs, 100 to 10,000. <laughs> this is in the 80s or something. Or, no, it must yeah. have been 90s. Because he goes then, Kingston Town's running around at 10s on. He has the 10,000 to 1,000. It gets rolled. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. He said, like, that was it. He said, I never saw the black again. I think it would be a lot of people so. that listen to the show that would have taken links and black caviar and all those sort of things. So, And the Milky Bar Kid. Oh, correct. Yeah, yeah. And no, the Milky Bar Kid, $1.05. Mm. Mm. I, backed, I, backed, I backed Winks tw- uh, tw- uh, black caviar twice. I backed her in the UK. One by <laughs> Dead Set. People nearly got a beat there. So I backed black caviar once. I backed Winks twice. I backed her. She got one by Pimple. And I backed Winks the day in the Turnbull Stakes. Oh. And and when it was last on the fence at the two hundred, and I by some miracle, she second reeled up start a- caviar, and that was the day she came out of the gate sideways and did a broke her bloody hamstring or something. Still won, but like had to had to had to go through that. I nearly killed her the only time I ever backed her. Still boggles the mind that one about uh, the, the the barrier preference that she used to get, and uh, the it's a done deal thing as well. Still a uh, a mystery that they're allowed to move the fence. Just put punch that into Google if you want to. Um, and Maccabi Diva, they used to water the tracks from Maccabi Diva. Let her have the wet wetter tracks. Mm. 
So the champs, they a little bit of special treatment there. No mm. doubt. A little, little bit of a tickle. If you're uh, having a bit of a tickle on the pump this week, make sure you check out Top Sport. Uh, they're Australian-owned and uh, they tip a heap back into the community. They sponsor the mighty Gold Coast Titans up here and uh, they do a lot. You can see them popping up everywhere, Top Sport, so make sure you give the Millhand family a go. They've been in the game for a long time and they're there to take a decent bet, so don't worry about all these pop-ups. Make sure you tune in to Top Sport and uh, take them on. Nico Noonan, we're going to have a look at Flemington, the Trevor Clark handicap over 1,000 metres, market only, Geiger kickers 220 and Tappan 3440, Stupendo 950 and uh, seal is $11. Nico, uh, on the email last week, Tappan 3 was a tip for you, but it's got scratched and uh, the Moody camp got the winner there anyway. Uh, I'm surprised you haven't uh, tipped it and what are your thoughts here in race one, Flemington Saturday? Yeah, like... Um I thought Tappan 3 would have won the, the Caulfield race last week and then they've, of course, scratched a run here and they've bumped into Giga Kick, who DK might know a bit about as well. It was a dominant was. Uh, sale maiden winner, running some pretty good times there. Uh, I think this is a real uh, case of we could be seeing two pretty smart two-year-olds uh, going around here. I think Tappan 3 is one of the better fillies um, that I've seen jump out of the two-year-olds. And I think Giga Kick, he's got a lot of, uh, a lot of boom about him. Um, they've saved him... I think they've come back and trying to win, you know, the McNeil and the Vane Stakes, those kind of races. This is a gelding, but if he had a run in a race like the Blue Diamond, I think he would have been well on the market. So They were, they were very tempted listening to Clayton Douglas. He said they were very tempted, obviously, because he ran the, ran the time and yep. that, that, uh, all that, that good rating. But, uh, yeah, they decided to put him away and let him develop a bit and uh, bring, him back, bring him back now as a, a bit stronger horse. So I think we're going to start to see that over the next sort of few weeks and um, over the next month probably, these smart sort of two-year-olds and, uh, early season three-year-olds sort of next month uh, coming back, and I think this is a, a case of that. Um, look, I would have been tipping tapping three if Giga Kick wasn't in the race. This might be a case of just sit back and watch, but, uh, yeah, there might be um, something in it for spe- people looking at the futures or something like that because uh, these two could be pretty sharp. Outstanding stuff. All right, the first racing in a preview is Flemington Race 2, the Ken Cox handicap over 1,700. Oceana Blues, 3.40 favourite. El uh, Corbettes is $5. Uh, Philosophy is $5, Lady Adelaide $13, St. Tropez 16 the Red Kite similar price, Hearts and Minds 18 Satcham is 19 and $21, Freedom Escape. And that's the horse that you've landed on from the Prushki Yard. Uh, I can have a look at the replay now, Pink and Blue. Tell us about this, Nico. Yeah, this is hard to do at Warwick and Nabil. Came the widest runner. It's a, a track you want to be sort of up there on speed and he was out the back, uh, had an apprentice jockey on this day who claimed three, I'm pretty sure, and he still managed to just... Round them up and go past them. Um, this was a big win. They uh, went out. I, I don't know where it came from. I, when I was doing my pay, I was just oh, I watched the rest of the Warwickville races and I saw that. And I thought, then I went back and looked at its form. And I thought, geez, it's improved. It was third up or something there, wasn't it? Third up. Really, ele- uh, really elevated, didn't it? Yeah, it ran some okay, right? Like it went. It was no, very, just okay, but it didn't. It wasn't going to produce something it, like that. Exactly. It was very wide at Cass, and I think what helped it was a very fast run race. Um, to the 600, the leader went 10 lengths above there. Mm. So they ran a pretty good overall rating, and I think that will just. Stand him in good stead to come to town. I would have rather he get to sort of 2,000 metres than 1,700, but he does drop um, six kilos in the weights off that win and now gets to 1,700 metres, gets to Flemington. Big, I think, bigger track, 1,700. Like. Yeah, I, I reckon there'll be sort of a, a genuine tempo in this race as well, and we've seen it with these three old races. It doesn't matter what form you sort of bring into. Calm, sir, come out and won. Texas yeah. T won one of these yeah. sort of similar races at $26. Like if you're in form coming into it, that's probably the key to running in these races and you want to be sort of having a good foundation, a good profile, good camp. I think you'll get back and you'll be charging to the line late, but 
I sort of thought $21 looked uh, a big price if you're looking to have something each way. And a few of the horses inside the market are a bit chinky, like Oceana Blue. I was sort of tipping her the other day. I don't know if she's sort of as good as what people thought. Maybe early days, come through some slowly run races and looked flashy, but I had to actually do something last start and was plain, I thought. So bit up for grabs. And I thought Freedom Escape was definitely over the odds at $21. Hmm. What price would... Would you bet down to, Nico? Oh, probably, you know, like around sort of seven or eight would probably be where I'd mark him. Um, it's an open race. Like, uh, you know, that's a benchmark 58. Alcadez is coming out of a benchmark 60 in Adelaide. Um, so there's, there's, you know, he's $5 equal favorite with Philosophy. was coming out of the Silver Bowl final. So uh, the market doesn't really know what uh, to do here. But I thought just at the prices, he looked like a horse, right camp, getting out to a trip. And getting to Flemington, I thought he could be uh, in the finish. The um, it just it might might come too early for him. I think it's his first prep and only his fourth start in a race or something like that. But <coughs> his, his stable mate um, is progressive, so he's a progressive staying type um, permutation. Gets McNeil and gets John McNeil, and he's he's just trending just trending nicely. I think he he sort of ran well at Swanhill, ran well at Geelong. Um, it's a big step up here, but um, it's, it's it's not that big a step up when they're racing their own age. And as I said, th- these things are the top of the market. They're no stars. So um, it could be could be made for one of these you know lightly race things and Pushka's done it before at these Flemington with things at good odds in three year old races Luna Fox and other things so um but I think yeah permutation can uh, anyway if, if it's not his day tomorrow just get these horse to follow mm, interesting booking there Jai McNeil yeah well Jake they're all back I think all they're all back from holidays to see Ollie's back Jay Carr's back um C Williams is back Hello's from back. Ukraine um yeah so uh, yeah no it's all a, a deep 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 pool of jocks so um yeah. Yeah, well, they're all back. All right, the next one we're going to have a look at is race four, the Flemington Cup, 1849, over 2,800 metres. Through Irish Eyes is $2.70 favourite, horrifying three fifty. They're saying handbrake off it. Free Rangers tear along in front. Mimi's Award, three fifty. Sweet Thomas, $11. Papalino, 18 St Eustace, $18. Southern France, interesting runner, gets Ollie and comes out of a, uh, a Sydney race at uh, $21 there in Blandford, Lad, uh, 34 and that rounds out the entire field. The replay we're going to have a look at is uh, through Irish eyes. It's not the one, not its most recent start, but there it is, sort of just whacking away in the uh, the Rod Lions Nature Strip sort of colours there. But since that, uh, I think it got beaten uh, with Jay Carr on board narrowly to Irish Sequel uh, in the was it the Brisbane Cup or the thirty two hundred metre race up at uh, the Winter Carnival. Nico, yeah, well, this replay is apples to apples. This was a twenty eight hundred metre event. This was the Ramsden where uh, Point Nepean won, beat Lunacy's. Horrifying just in behind him there, which he kind of puts a bit of a, a margin on late there. Um, if that's the similar tactics they want to employ with Horrifying to what they've done sort of the last few and they go um, quick out front, I think it will only suit uh, through Irish eyes given that race was run at a very fast tempo. He's coming out of a brutal run, uh, Brisbane Cup, where they went quick. He's had 30 days between mm-hmm. runs though, so that's probably the key to him. And he was similar gap between runs when he went from the Rams and to the Brisbane Cup. Uh, it did look like the race was all over at the top of the straight in the Brisbane Cup. Like, he travelled into it. I just don't know if he ran out 3,200 on the strong tempo. So, I think back to 28 is going to be suited for him. This is where his last win came in the St. Ledger. Um, he's had He ran the Ramsden the year before him as well in the market, and he sort of uh, ran third there in the Ramsden this year. So, he's obviously uh, well suited to this 2,800-meter distance. Jamie Carr goes aboard. And I think he just might be a little bit better than Horrifying and Mimi's Award. Mimi's Award beat Horrifying last up by sort of a similar margin. Um, but I think her probably advantage was staying at that sort of 2,600 metre range. Now they've got to rise. So I think he's definitely the horse that's going to be suited to the 2,800. Look, 
he's probably his right price at around 270. I just thought there was there was holes in the other two to suggest that this is definitely his race to win. And Mar Eustace, Jamie Carr, they were just absolutely dominant this time, sort of last year in these sort of staying races with Harder Passants, Grand Promenade, um, South Pacific. Like they were just sort of dominating them. So I think with a, a similar sort of horse that they're looking to get into the cups, um, he's going to be cranked up and looking to win a race like this. So I thought 270 is probably your right price, but I think you'll win. Yeah, apparently they're, they're, they're really keen to get his rating up. Like, while well, he's, he's run a lot of good races and been, you know, he's a very solid sort of up-and-coming star. He's, his rating's still pretty low. So they've um, they targeted this race. He just They just said he got, because um, he hit the front early there at, at, in, in Queensland and got, got sort of left as a, as a bunny. Um, he's, the tempo's going to suit here. They're going to ride him midfield and um, hopefully they'll roll along the tempo and he finishes over the top of them. That's the plan anyway, for I believe, listening to D. Eustace. Interesting uh, runner at odds for mine. Just a bit of a knockout chance, Nico. You can just rubbish me straight away if you like. But Southern France, $21. Any any slight hope there? It's got the Skyman, Dr. Drill form, new spirit. He's, in the, he's the best horse in this race, Southern France. He's just had a lot of issues ever since coming here to Australia. He's not the most sound horse, and I think that's probably why they have uh, they went looking for the wet track sort of last preparation up in Sydney. Uh, that might have been two autumns ago now, um, but... Look, at his best, he's good enough, but he's got to carry 60 here and the rest sort of have 54 or lighter. So um, he's he's weighted into, you know, near his best there. But he gets Ollie. It wouldn't shock me if he got into a place. Um, don't know if he can win, but it wouldn't shock if he, if he gave you a bit of a side at $21. You'd rather back him at 20s than St. Eustace at 18s, like, or Blanford Lad at 30s. Like, if you can find any head-to-head markets with those horses, you'd be uh, you'd be piling into Southern France. To quote what, I'm going to have a cashew nut on it. Just quickly before we leave Flemington, has there been any sort of mail at footy training recently, DK, with a oh, yeah, mate, certain Aussie, horse that's going mate, around Aussie, mate, in Aussie getting race seven? And closer and closer. Now, I'll, have, now I'll, <laughs> I'll, see him, um, I'll see him tomorrow night. Uh, but no, we sat down. He, he sat down. We had a night with the kids, a bonding night the other night. He came and sat down. He said, oh, you know, tell us what you do. So when I told him what I do, he's got, oh, how good and all this sort of stuff. So, um, yeah, he's got some new, new acquisitions. And then I ran through the trainers. I ran through his trainers. I won't repeat what was said on here so far, but uh, I'll veto it first, but uh, he's got his three trainers, Kennewell, uh, my favourite, Buzustin, my favourite, and Mar Ustis. Um, but yeah, no, no, me and Aussie, we're going all right, we're going all right, so uh, I'll, uh, I'll see what I can find out. Well, if you can get any mail out of him. Uh, interpretation you're talking about? <clears throat> race 7 interpretation. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Excuse yeah, me, it's one been one. Uh, 60s into 26 for the Melbourne Cup over the week. So, uh, well, that's he loves he loves having a bit go in the where futures. Fire, maybe. He doesn't sort of bet week to week. He just has a go in the futures and things like that. So, he said his fattest result was um, Sir Dragono when it won the Cox Plate. Love it. Surely, if you qualify to manage his children's football career, you could just be his little bloodstock agent as well, your little racing manager or something. Got one. That's what I thought. But he's got one. He's got one. He's got he's got the one. He's and he's he's selling Sierra Sue actually. When when's that? Has that happened or is it? Oh, it's coming up, isn't it? Anyway, he's selling Sierra suit. I tell you what, if I was tra- coaching Aussie Key's son, he'd be playing full forward, and they wouldn't be. He's swapping. in the forward pocket. No. He's in the forward pocket. He's hey. close enough. He's near the goals. He's near it, the forward pocket. This and I'd have if, every quarter though. Or would he yeah. wouldn't have to go to the back pocket? No. None of that switcheroo that yeah. they do in little league. He'd be staying forward pocket next to the biggest bloke on the field all yeah. game. Yeah. He'd be opening <laughs> bowling. He'd be batting first. He'd be, uh, he'd be doing oh, what about what about? Oh, so uh, oh, well, he's got the grouse um, <laughs> Lamborghini uh, uh, four wheel. Oh, the big Lamborghini, the big one, not the not the race car. He's got a big Lambo. And uh, Isaac said to him the other day when we we're going to the team bonneting up at Mac, he said, "Oh, uh, he, Aussie said he said, oh nice Aussie, and Aussie said Do you want to have a ride.'" And Isaac said, "Oh, Dad, can I?" I said, "Yeah, go on, Aussie, take it." So jumped in the Lambo and um, 
took off the thing Isaac got out when we got to Mac and said, oh, yeah, this is the best day of my life. Because Aussie, Aussie, Aussie gave it a bit of gas for him and up the road and everything. And, uh, oh, and Aussie came to me and said, geez, a young bloke likes his cars and all that. And then he, he said, I've got a couple of others here and he has got a proper Lambo and all that as well. So he said, I'll give him a ride in that in the summertime. Good man, Aussie. I'll tell you what, if you can just tip Aussie into a one-goer, I think he might sling you a car. <laughs> he can't, bet don't worry about La Melody. Hey? Yeah, don't worry about La Melody. Just, just find one for Aussie. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, if you want more of Nico's action at Flemington, I'll tell you what, this is the time to uh, buy. I've got a big uh, buy uh, five months, get one free deal with Nico's stuff so you can get Nico right through for the rest of the season. And uh, if you want to just have a little dip the toe in the water, it's 25 bucks a week. So I think it works out to $17 or less if you buy the bulk. Or you can just uh, sample it with $25 a week for uh, the Wednesday and Saturday metros. Perfect if you like your metro racing and want Nico's assessment late. i tell you what, I uh, went out for dinner with another big punter the other day and he said that he loves it when Nico puts a line through uh, a favourite. So if you're a layer and not really a backer, uh, you'll be able to find the ones that uh, look a little bit off or are a bit proppy in the yard if you subscribe to Nico's Mounting Yard Mail. So make sure you check that out. Walt, I've already asked you about Grafton. Uh, but it's time to have a look at the Grafton Cup, and that's today. So I'm going to have to send the email out early this week so everyone can get on. So it's uh, 4.05 today, the Grafton Cup. Arapahoe is the obvious here, and that's been 5.50 into 3.20. Dr. Drill, $4. You spirit. Wow, someone's uh, had a bit of a lick at this. 7.50 at 8.50, now into $5. Someone's very, very annoying, very annoying. Knocked it, it off. a bit higher than that, yeah. Burbedeck, the horse that we uh, tipped uh, sort of, kind of, in the uh, Ippy Cup. Uh, Alacan has been backed as well, 14 into 11. Smart Meteor, I think Tristan used to own this horse, or still does. And Lloyd, they love Chris Munts. $11, uh, Rebel Rama, 13. Ballistic Boy, 26. And uh, you can bold contenders, 26. And don't worry about the rest. You spirit, someone that we're going to have a look at here from the um, the Gaybot yard, and it's in behind in that uh, what is it? First light and the blue and the yellow sort of cap with the white in on the fence. Very similar, if it's not, but that's yeah. it. Yeah, the yellow cap there. So it's first up two thousand here. It was a day where you know in fencing run was 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 good, and uh, but on pace was more important. Skyman had the flashing light on a couple of starts previous, and and probably thought we'd be in front of Skyman here and. And had a chance, but once Skyman sort of was in front, it was a, a losing battle. But hitting the line just nicely there through the line, slow tempo, so probably wasn't quite suited there. And even if you watched another sort of 100 to 200 past that, it was still warming up through the line. Uh, second up, 23.50 is not normally, uh, you know, a, a real ideal setup. But this horse has got, you know, so much more upside than any anything in this race that uh, that Skyman form should hold up uh, with no issue. I've, I've got no... Um, I think Arapaho's form's very hollow. I think that Sunshine Coast form's very hollow. Uh, Doctor Drill was in that race. Uh, was in that race there, and I think it's the the main danger. But uh, Nico and that, that would know Doctor Drill probably better than me. I think twenty three fifty is like right, right at the limit. limit on a testing track. Yeah, and I, uh, yeah, it could be a bit choppy, which is enough to make it testing. And I just think that uh, any sort of ride for you, Spirit, it's just got like insane upside compared to these horses. It's got to give three and a half kilos Doctor Drill to it as well. Uh, JVO's just riding quite well. I've probably just train stopped him there. But, um, you know, yeah, what well, $7 this morning was really appealing. I think it's five still well and true. I think it should be favourite mm. uh, for sure. And there's just, yeah, you go through them. Rebel Rum sort of won a, a little sit and sprint there the other day up in Brisbane. It's just like really hollow form. And uh, Dr. Drill and New Spirit for me are coming <coughs> out of the right race. And I think New Spirit's got plenty of upside. Mm. Mm. I like where, you, where your head's at here. You like where my head's at? Yeah. What does that mean? 
I, I, I'm with you, you. You concur. Yes. I like it. I like it. I'm I like steam when you concur. in after. Yeah. Yeah. Outstanding. Nothing to add there, Nico? Well, I think with Dr. Drill, like 23.50 probably is bang on his limit, so 2,400. But his last two runs of 2,400 around second in the Zipping Classic and second in the Geelong Cup, I'm pretty sure. And in those two races, I reckon he would have bumped into better horses than what he's faced here. So dead set the danger, and he's that night. He's drawn four. He's going to be like in that first four, and he's going. To, he's always got that little sprint, and he's going to. Yeah, if there's any chinks in your spirit, he'll probably find them. But so I think they're the clear two. On to the uh, well, somewhat the main course, Rose Hill. Main course is just around the corner. Mug's going to come up live, but uh, race one at uh, Rose Hill is a little uh, fourteen hundred meter two year old race. Vinny Spirits a favourite, three dollars twenty. Uh, last start winner, Alberich, is uh, three thirty. Flag of Honor, five fifty. Affidavit, six dollars. Uh, Lionsgate, twelve dollars. Zeus and Boy, thirteen dollars. Uh, Diaco is twenty dollars, and uh, Renaissance Woman, thirty one and fifty one dollars or better. The rest, tricky little uh, race. This or is it? Uh, is there a moral in here? What? Well, the whole meeting's pretty disgusting, but. Um... <laughs> Yeah, like we're heavy track two year olds. Uh, rail back to the true here. I've just got to, you know, I've just got to consult my big notebook that that uh, Nick's given me. Like, there's a nice little sign of the that's size inflation. of the notebook. You used to have you know, the big A four. Yeah, I used to get to... treated with royalty here. The Betstar big A fours <laughs> that he stole from twenty years ago, and and now I'm down to little whatever. But yeah, I thought the favourites here were were beatable, as in Alberich that sort of outside leader and, and was a decent enough win at Canterbury, but beat a horse that got lapped there yesterday at Warwick Farm midweek. I don't think the form's super strong. It does sort of have upside for sure, but it's very short. Finney Spirits, another horse that's pretty limited. You know, it's hard for it. It'll be up on speed, but it should be okay to make ground there. It's a sort of rattle back to the true. I'm hoping there's a horse, um, Affidavit, it had two runs last prep, came back a different horse, gelded one first up 1,300, should get a – I've got Reese. I just keep finding him. <laughs> yesterday i thought he was on a horse of quinton's there that he just like it was perfect exactly the same setup as this wide draw slotting behind the leaders he dragged it 27 lengths off the lead out the back and then of course the next race rode the one like gold we're hoping that he does similar here because it sort of sat third at um hawkesbury last start if it if it rolls forward from an outside draw i think seven dollars it just a bit more experience one thirteen hundred first up gelded first on this prep and just can keep going forward whereas the the two on paces should be a little bit vulnerable, and there's not much in it. That flag of honour uh, landed a plonk at, at Newcastle its first start. They went really quick there. It was an open 1,200 maiden on a testing surface, so it's got upside too, but um, just thought this one had a little bit better grounding, more experience, and better price. It was the best way to go in a in an open-looking query field race. Mm, I've got nothing to add there. Mm. Outstanding. I've got nothing to add for the rest of the meeting. I'm surprised you're still awake. Yeah, well, we'll look, there'll be 27 scratchings on or more, so we'll, we'll maybe something will pop up once that all happens on Saturday morning. Tell you what, Walt has been on fire of late, and RacingWatch.com.au is where you sign up, and then you uh, you jump into his Discord channel, and I tell you what, the band is terrific, <laughs> and the information's uh, very, very strong. They bet on everything. I reckon not? we set a world record UK last darts. night in the. Uh, in the state of origin, holy hell! Didn't it light up there late? It was. It must have been about a hundred messages a second going through there at one point. But it yeah. was, so there's, there's, no, we, there's no holds barred. What about the chess? Did you like the chess mail? <laughs> Even though it didn't come off, we were betting on the chess world championship lead ups there the other day. Hmm. There's, oh my god! There's a lot of serious stuff in there, and there's some real funny, strange rorts out wide, and uh, some of them, some of the results in uh, some of the exotics are um, really tricky <laughs> and uh, hard to find. So. Um, 
Novelty Markets, uh, you can find her out there too. So make sure to join the Discord channel and racingwatch.com. It's definitely worth a subscription there. Last um, line on Neighbours, that's been a big banker, multi-banker for a lot of people in there. It's mm. been... Uh, oh, I miss you, that one. You never know what you're going to miss yeah. if you're going to get in there. It's, it's like the why. you just got to listen carefully, I, I find. You can, <laughs> the uh, more you put in, the more you get out, Nick. Uh, any wonder you don't sleep because you just if you followed it all, you'd just be tied to the desk all the time. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and our man is at Grafton on a punning holiday. It's been uh, spoken about for a long time. Actually, he's, he's, he's right with us now, so I think we're just going to cross live to Mug Punner at Grafton. How are you, Mug? Welcome. Nice and cold and fresh up here at Grafton today, but it looks a good day at the train. Mug, how's the uh, how's the battle been over the last couple of days? Have you got your nose in front, or are the bookies taking your money? I see Juppies up there. Um, yes, down over bookies. First day, I think we come. I think everyone's coming out even after Martin's got beat yesterday. The bookies took the lot. I think. I think, I think we're off for a, uh, some bad reception there. I don't know where you, where, where you parked up there, uh, Mug. You're under a tin shed. I'll tell you what, reception's terrible. Yeah, I'm in the middle of the bush, boys. That's why That's why I stay every year because you can't graft it. Nothing. you got to book as soon as the last race jumps. And what about the food on track? Obviously, you're a uh, aficionado of uh, all sorts of uh, takeaway. I, t- I think the best thing I've seen you eat is the schnitzel with the, uh, the pasta on top. What's the food like at the track at Grafton? Oh, boy, this thing is everyone's going for the ham roller grafting because it's the quickest thing to get in and out. That's what everyone's pumping, the basic ham roll, boys. And what about uh, the grafting cup today? I see uh, Johnny Walter. He's tipped up youth spirit. It's been 7 into $5. Do uh, you share his thoughts there? Um, I do like um, the uh, – let me just get my race piece. I do like um, Dr. Drill today. It ran very good last start in the McCurl Cup. We look like getting to a soft, a soft, getting to a good forward today. So, yes, yeah, so I like Dr. Drill and um, also like the Richard and Will Freeman thing to Alaka Han. Alaka Han. Some smart money early for it. Uh, 14 into 11. 2,400 metre run under mm. its belt. Yeah, it's got the 2,400-metre run on its belt, so it's a uh, definitely a good roughie to play. Now, Mug, everyone, uh, everyone wants to know you're, uh, you're best at Rose Hill. It's your home deck. You've got the black shorts on when you go there. So uh, what's the moral for this week, mate? Um, race of honour. It beat the older horses last start. I like when the two-year-olds beat the older horses. The map had opened, I think, some places opened eight, so I think they might have typed in the wrong number, some bookies, and they got... So, yeah, so map good, midfield, good track, very good jockey switch from JP, good barrier, and we'll be going to find our bookie boys. Flag of honour there in uh, in race one. Head-to-head, race one. Rose, Rose Hill is going head-to-head with Wild. I love this. Race one, uh, number three, flag of honour. Beat the older horses, two-year-old. It's got uh, H. Bowman on now from uh, Jeff Penza, so he gets a nice little uh, up gratis there, and then Walt's already tipped. Affidavit. I like from, it. Well, at least we're both taking the two favourites. You're taking on. the favourites. Like so you're with Mug. Hey? The, other, the other big question everyone's got is when are you guys going to go head to head? Get a bank each. Start. Start. Well, my big question is who's taking over the bag? Who's he's, who's looking after the bag while he's on holidays? Like that's a big, that's a <laughs> it's important role. Like, he's, who's servicing the the regulars? How how long are you off for? How- I'm back at work this Monday. Back at work on Monday. So, yes, so mum even gave him permission to miss a birthday last night, so I must be a good boy in the household to mum. 
Mate, you got to keep you got to keep your bread buttered well there. But uh, you'll be out at you'll be out at Rose Hill on Saturday, wouldn't you, mate? You wouldn't miss it for the world. No, I'm still up here because we don't leave till Sunday. We've got a big barbecue here on um, the Saturday. We watch the footy, the league, and punch in the house we stay at. So yes, yeah, so I'm back on track next Saturday at I think it's Rose Ring. I think we're just going to have to pull the plug on the segment. But uh, Muggs, moral, flag of honour. So it's race one, number three. And uh, Walt's got affidavit. I think first past the post gets to choose the meeting that you guys that go, go head, head to on. head. You've got on. to give him a Rose Hill meeting. I'll let him have a home field advantage oh, if that's what he wants. Golden no Rose day. Yeah. yeah Racing watch versus Mug Punter. Golden Rose. That's a bit heavy. Like maybe earlier <laughs> in the carnival. Run the Rose. Let's go early. Oh, We didn't even get into the culinary. Oh, you asked him about the food on track and things like that. And what do you say? Ham roll. Yeah, that'd be right, Mug. As plain as anything. And then looking <laughs> at his social, watching, look at his social media. It's like he's up in Grafton, there's restaurants. I think you said, Walt, isn't there? Five clubs, oh, yeah. pubs, and get beautiful meals. But he, he, I believe he's just been ploughing into the, say, the KFC and the Red Rooster. And, you know. I'll tell you what, Juppy was pretty. Pretty dirty with the uh, the chicken parma that he got at the local pub. He's even had a, a pot of gravy. I tell you, if you have to have a pot of gravy with your chicken parma, you just give the joint absolute life. I see Juppie's also bagging uh, Queensland pies. So ne- next time he comes back to Queensland, I'll have to take him to uh, Yatla. Yatla pies. Yatla pies. When it's not underwater. <laughs> All right, Mug. We're gonna have to get you on the pre-record next week. Back to uh, back to basics. But um, it's a it's a real shame that uh, the the audio is just uh, crackling there, and I'll blame Telstra. I blame Qantas. I think I blame it's the everyone. amount of people that are tuning in. You huh? know, they're just, uh, that's just it. melted. We've just stream. melted. We've melted Telstra. But there it is. Uh, so flag of honour. He likes Doctor Drill in the cup today, and uh, fingers crossed he can get a result. And I think Alakan was his uh, roughy there at eleven dollars. So uh, maybe it'll hit the line. Big thanks to to Mug, and hopefully he gets through the carnival unscathed. And Tiffany be watching the bunnies this uh, week. Are they playing? Or they got the bye. Hopefully, Cam Murray only played twenty six seconds of Origin, so he should be fresh on Sunday. Might have a headache. Mm, if you're allowed to play on the backup of concussion. Okay, let's uh, let's kick on to the top sport big bets. Here's one uh, for you, Nico. Flemington race nine, number 12, and it is unanimous. Uh, are we backing or uh, taking that one on? I recently nearly tipped this on the show. I just thought he's... His first jump out was really good. His second trial, I just don't know how forward he is for this run, but here with his sort of damaging turn of foot that he shows late, I think he's definitely in play here. Would have loved if he drew wider, but um, I can see the appeal at nineteen dollars. Uh, I think he's he's in for a good prep. Unanimous. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets a sort of uh, open class listed grade this preparation. And uh, I think at sort of nineteens, he's he's worth a throw at the stumps with Mar Eustace and Ethan Brown, who's absolutely flying. So uh, yeah, I thought that was a big price for sure. Mm, into $16 now with uh, Lloyd and Tristan. Uh, race eight, number five, my Yankee girl, 600 at 650 is the next bet. And it takes on uh, Pasiro. What did you think of uh, Pasiro first up? I thought his run was solid. Uh, he probably brings in the best form coming through the Creswick. And then his last goal at the track and trip, he did run second at Pinstriped in the CS Hayes, where he led him up that dang. Kind of fell in a bit of a hole late. Uh, I kind of thought it was a two horse race between him and Daytona Bay. Don't know if my Yankee girl's bringing in as strong a form as those two, but uh, she's uh, in very good form and does like the wet track. So Flemington currently a heavy eight. She's that's probably her advantage on the other two, the uh, the real rain affected ground. But I think they have more ability. Interesting, Busset. They were super bullish first up, so be interesting to see where that what happens with uh, that horse. Rose Hill race two number five, uh, genius Sir uh, Ravenelli. That's a top sport bet. Can you believe this? Four hundred at ten dollars. 
So like Jeff Keogh, good luck to him. He could be the worst jockey in the history of racing. <laughs> He's ridden this horse. It's won twice. Actor God, he destroyed it its first start. The other day, he sort of sat four wide for 500 metres. <laughs> then he jams it to the front. Then he puts the brakes on, nearly mm. kills everybody in the race. And the horse went okay. It's a talented horse. You think, well, they'll learn their lesson. They'll put a ride at Jeff, Jeff Keogh. Yeah. The next couple of weeks Imploded. are a nightmare. Everyone's away. There's just so many away. You've got Bowman there, but he's in cruise control. It's a, just a, it's just diabolical. I'm looking forward to sort of two or three weeks. I think McDonald's back next Wednesday and, and uh, maybe this following Saturday a few of them are back and we'll be looking forward to that. You love the pain though. I do love the pain, but I don't like inflicting it on others around me. I like to absorb it all myself. <laughs> All right, I think that's it. Uh, I think we're going to be here just to torture ourselves and you guys until uh, the uh, the Winter Carnival. So Terry Layton uh, will be on the show later in the year with uh, the Winter What about Big Bertha? We've lost him. Tommy, Who? where's where's Tommy? Tommy Turbo. Turbo. Yeah. No, so well, he'd be just doing his best at Fortitude Valley, I would have thought. Mm. The Valley, that, that little track work stable rider pub that they go to after the last at Eagle Farm, he'd be doing that. I just look forward every week to what he was wearing. Beat the Bagman's been recruited to Ladbrokes. DK and I could open like depression bed or something like that, <laughs> or a like pain bed or something. Bad beat bed. Feelthepain.com <laughs> or something like that, or maximum pain or something. Embrace, we, we, embrace, embrace yeah. the pain. Embrace the pain. That's it. Cupboard bit. Cupboard bit. You cupboard put your bed bit. on in your cupboard. And then you just yeah. jump in the cupboard. Oh, cupboard oh. bit. That's it. Lock that in. I was Let's in there on it. Monday. I was Let's in there for two it. hours on Monday. <laughs> I was off the head on Monday when that thing got beat. I, I went off. Ah, did I go off? I, couldn't I think believe. we need more. Although I, I saw you put it up on Twitter, I think Isaac just needs to interview you more. I know I, he's keen, mate. He loves it. He loves it. He's oh, dad. You know, he asked me if I could do it, and then he said, oh, and then he's checking me oh, how many views we got and things like that. And has anyone made a comment? And oh, he's right into it. So I'll get him. Um, I said next time we introduce yourself and Isaac reporting for Little Birdie, and you can interview me and stuff like that. So he's right. He loves it. That's the kids these days. They love they love watching YouTube and all the YouTubers and that. So he's he's right into it. Loves it. So just just got to be able to back a winner. I back one winner a month. <laughs> You're a YouTuber. He goes to school and tells everyone his dad's a YouTuber. That's it. He's proud. He's a big. That's good. He does. He yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 it pumps me up. It's good. It's Andy. If you're still tuning in, we'll be back next week. Andy.